You've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hey, what you doing over there? Hey, what you trying to hide? Hey, you come on over here. I'm going to tell you what's what, and we're going to take a big old drive through my mind. We're going to find out what those, what those God-dating, tyrant-dating Tenum boys be up to up on that black hill. You understand? We're going to get them. Come on, Skeeto. Let's hop to it. Let's hop in this here mine here and see what's going on. Welcome. Welcome back. First of all, I want to start by saying um, for my, my previous episode that I released called, ooh, get me done. Uh, I just want to apologize again for the abrupt ending and that we are going to, I've, I've spoken to the man in question, Mr. Sum with an S, and we've agreed to, well, I haven't fully spoken to him, but I will speak to him today, and I'll say, "Look, we need to re- we need to re-record an ending for the second show because it it just ends so flat, you know. It's, we just start to pick up the conversation for real, and it just kind of ends. So, look, I want to thank you all for your patience, but you know, look, certain te- uh, technical difficulties that we haven't been able to really resolve that we're trying to uh, work out and get ahead of for future episodes now so look it'll come out in the next couple of days but you know look you're here and you're back for your regularly scheduled program which is of course uh my mind with steph and taylor and this week we're going to talk about lots of things we're going to talk about um just some crazy stuff that's happened in my own life and what's happening around. There's actually not too much going on in this here world now. You understand me? Ain't, ain't, ain't too much, ain't too much things going around. You hear me like? No, there's plenty. There's plenty going around. Um, but there's just a couple of things that we should probably address. And it's, um, we should probably... Well, I didn't realize how close uh, school holidays are. If you don't know, uh, I live in Australia and I had no idea that school holidays, this is the last week of school this week here. I had no idea. Uh, my, my wife and I, we both thought it was like the week after because we've been busy like doing stuff and sorting out our lives. Uh, we had no idea. So when it came, so when uh, my son came home, he was like, uh, this is my last week of school. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It, no way. No way it's your last week. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm on holidays. Yep. I was like, oh, geez. No wonder we're getting messages to like put him into like after school care and all this kind of stuff. Hey, we're, we're thinking they're just like getting ahead, but really they're behind if they're asking us on the last week of school. But, you know, look, we'll sort it out and we'll get it done. So, um,. Yeah, there's that. So, look, school holidays are coming. They're fast approaching. In hospitality, it generally means that uh, you're busier than normal because people, like, use the holidays to either get out of town or the people that visit your town, they um, come to your establishment and eat. 
And generally, uh, I used to work in uh, a couple of hotels and every time between the school holidays was preparing for the school holidays. And I remember we, we'd get through one and it was uh, like a two or three, two, a two week one or a three week one. And then it would be, you'd have, you'd have the two, the two week one and three week, no, you'd have the three weeks and the two weeks and then another two or three, and then you have the big one at the end of the year, which was the six weeks, and that was the big one. That was like the one where you never, <laughs> you never, <laughs> you, you never were prepared for really, you know, it wouldn't matter how much staff you put on or how much you prep, you'd always fall behind in something. It was very like, it was very hard to keep, it was definitely, yeah, hard and difficult to keep track of and to be able to stay on top of. And you would never, you would prep all this food and you would freeze a certain amount because that's how you stay prepared. Some things, uh, fresh is always best, of course, but there's some instances where you can't always prepare things fresh. If you're cooking from 11 till 11 and your whole team is cooking, no one can really prep. And that's why uh, having a freezer and a freezer space is quite handy because you can always pull things out the night before and use that for that day. It's like a break glass emergency situation. And we'd always keep X amount in the freezers in case we could never do it. We'd always try, like our team, we'd always try and do everything fresh as much as we could. But then when it came down to we physically couldn't do it not because we physically could not get to get to the job at hand and make it then that's when we'd pull it you know be like all right we need to pull this for tomorrow because there's no way we've got all this other stuff to do because you can't freeze you know julienne cucumber or julienne onion <laughs> you know like yeah you still have to prep those jobs and you can't freeze onions and just pull out frozen onions uh every every day or every week you know and that was like the system. So you'd, um, so ideally three weeks were just still prepping while you were cooking and working. And then the, the last six weeks of the holidays was because you were so you were getting so behind, you'd have to start gradually pulling stuff out and um, making the most of it. Um, yeah, so it made it like really, it was really good to help with like organization and time management and uh, those kind of skills and organization. And um, yeah, so you, and you never felt like you relied on that stock because you always had the mentality of I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep cooking and cooking and cooking and prepping and prepping and prepping and we're gonna make it work. I work with this one guy that any time the holiday would roll around, everything would come out of the freezer instead of prepping just pull it out of the freezer. So by the time the end, the end period of like the holidays where you would need to, where you were relying on, cause like the, the middle to the end is generally where you're the busiest. Like it's the first and then there's a couple of days where it's not, then the middle and then the end. You know, if you get really, really hammered, which has happened on the big six, the big six holidays, you get railed for six weeks doing a thousand people every day, like it becomes quite tiresome. <laughs> so that's why you need the, the freezer stock. Um, but he would just pull out everything, anything from the freezer, he would pull it out and be like, yeah, we're set. 
we're set. And then by like three or four days, you'd be done. <laughs> There'd be no stock. There'd be nothing left in the freezers. And you'd be, like, you'd be standing there going, where all this, like, why aren't we prepping? It's like, no, 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 just pull it out, pull it out. And which is all well and good. And, you know, you should be taking things out of the freezer so they don't sit in there forever, right? Because a, free, a freezer is not a forever situation. It's, uh, you know, turn it over when you don't have the product and turn it over and then replace it. You know what I mean? So you take the old stuff and then you put newly fresh prep stuff in the in the freezer. Sorry I'm banging on about freezers, but it's just, you know, it's a little insight into what it's like in hospitality. Because I, I imagine a lot of people just go by the assumption from like TV or uh, movies that we just buy everything and then all we have to do is open bags and cut onions and slice tomatoes. You know what I mean? Like there's a whole lot more that goes into what comes out on your plate than a lot of people realize, you know? Like it's not just, you know, a lot of places don't hand cut chips, but some people choose to do it. And that takes a lot of time to hand cut a chip. You know, you've got to peel the potato. I've, I've spoken about it before, the nuances of um, uh, chips on my very first episode. Uh, so, you know, if you want to go check that out and uh, it's called salt or no salt. Well, it's called salt or salt, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but that was like the first one. Anyway, so uh, a lot of people are just under in the under the assumption that um, you can just jump into a kitchen and you just order it and it turns up and all you got to do is open the bag, right? Which is wrong. That's not that's not what happens at all. Like a lot of places generally make everything. They make everything and they try and get the best out of it. You know all their products and that. Um, they generally try not to buy things in and you see it a lot when people uh, buy cafes or they buy restaurants and they because they always wanted to own one but they don't have any hospitality experience so so they end up just buying all of their produce buying all their um or you know buying everything for their menu all like ready to already made like you know pulled beef just bought or pulled pork just bought uh, coleslaw already made up and all that stuff and they just all they have to do is assemble it and they think oh why am I not making any money why it's been two months and I haven't made any money off this restaurant or cafe so well if you're buying everything that comes with a surcharge in itself you know you you purchase one onion one co- one onion one carrot some excuse me some herbs some eggs and oil and everything that you need to make like a basic coleslaw it's gonna work out cheaper per serve for one and then it's then it is buying a dry coleslaw mix and then buying the massive vat of mayonnaise like it always it always generally works out cheaper if you're doing um if you're doing it that way if you're you know you're buying it uh, individually through a wholesaler, wholesale distributor, um, then you then you get walking up to Coles. Like I understand there are some things that are cheaper at Coles, but not not really. Like yeah, some things it's better to just get through a wholesaler. I mean that's why you pay these distributors so they do deliver your food. It's like similar to 
why you do the click and collect. You know, there's a surcharge on there because you're paying for the convenience for someone else to do your shopping, really, you know? And that's the same with um, a lot of uh, distributors. Like, you're paying for that convenience. You're paying for them to... Uh, source the products that you want and hand deliver them to you instead of you going up to Coles or independently trying to find a thing that's their job to go and do it so I do think it's a good thing that you know you you can use these distributors to their potential they shouldn't be coming at you with products you've already heard about they should be coming at you with products that you haven't heard about and things that um, they think you should try and you should give a go and you should uh, want on your menu, you know, and give you ideas that inspire you because that's like the the golden the golden egg really is that you you kind of feed off um, you feed off each other and you feed off everyone's imagination and creativity and you come up with this you know really cool menu item or really cool um, unique uh, menu. Really, you know, you come up with this really unique recipe and all, and it's all because, yeah. Anyway, um, that there foregoes my rant about uh, people trying to slot into the hospitality world because it's hard and it's hard for me to sit back and watch and sit back and hear people judge when they've not been in that situation like I do understand that some things are inexcusable and when someone messes up they mess up you know we're all only human um you know if we've chosen to uh take your order at the table and then we forget and then when your food comes out you ask oh what's up with this that's on us you know, that's on the person that chose to memorize the order instead of writing it down. You know, that's that's their issue. Not the customers, that's the employee's issue. That's their fault for doing it. But if you're not happy that someone cooks the chips not to how you like them, that's not really something to complain about, really, because that's that place's standard of chips. It's not your standard. And that's a hard thing for people to overcome and understand is that when you go out and you say, oh, this lasagna is not like my grandma's. Well, it won't be because it's not your grandma cooking it. (laughs) It's not the same recipe. You didn't give the chef your grandma's recipe of of it. You know what I mean? Like we just come up with our own recipe or we use a recipe that... um, you know, someone else's known and someone else's grandma used and we use that in the restaurant. And that's what you get. You get that lasagna. You don't get your grandma's. It's not as good as grandma's. Of course it won't be. And it never will be because nothing's better than grandma's lasagna. I'm telling you now, I've gone for years eating lasagnas and nothing will ever compare to my grandma's lasagna. Like it's the best, it's comfort. But it also comes with the memories that are attached to it. You know, it's like the big nostalgia thing, you know. I've got better memories with that lasagna than I do cutting and traying and making the 30 trays of lasagna that, you know, at some workplaces that I've had to make. Yeah, and that's a better, that's a worse memory than just going and having dinner with my grandma and family and eating lasagna. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And lasagna's great, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, lasagna's are good. Um, 
I think, yeah, people just, uh, I'm not going to say that people need to just wake up, but you definitely need to be like a little bit more patient (laughs) and you need to just, you know, listen to your people. No, you're all right. You're all right. You guys are okay. Um, but it needs to be, you just need to, to realize that what you get at home is not what you get when you come out to dinner. Unfortunately, I wish that I could get the same things at home that I could at dinner. I'd love to be able. I'd love to be able to sit with a beer in my hand, real slouched out on a chair, and eat my steak, chips, and egg geese. But I can't do that out. It's not proper. It's not polite. And it's by you know the world standard of proper and polite, I suppose. But you know, it's still yeah, it's still not what you want to see on prime time television. Yeah, most days. Um, yeah, but that's what's going on really. That's what's, and it's not really even upset me. It's just something that I think we all need reminding of a little bit and not in like a malicious way either. Like you just need to be reminded that, look, you're not going to get what you get at home at a restaurant that is called not your house. You know what I mean? Yeah, you guys got me. Um, but what else is going on? What else? What else have we got? What else is on the cards? Have you guys tried the? Um, have you guys tried the new flavor of uh, Fast and the Furious? Uh, the what are they up to? Number nine. I think they're up to number nine, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I think. I guess he's always in them. He's been in them since five, and now he's like never leaving. <laughs> Which, you know, it sounds like I'm, like, bagging on The Rock, but I'm really not. Like, you know, more power to him. He sells. He's, like, got that star power that just sells. You know, like, he's got such a massive fan base that whatever he puts his name to, people will buy and people will lap up and people will get into. I look at his, like, Under Armour. I think he's done more for Under Armour than, like, or he's maybe done the same. He's done the same for Under Armour as um, what Jordan did for, like, Nike. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he really... Michael Jordan, by the way. Um, he's really elevated that brand with his, like, Project Rock and the Iron Paradise and all that business, you know? Like, more power to him, you know? Like, I think... Because uh, I'm a Rock fan. Like I said, it sounds like I'm bagging on him, but... Yeah, he's everywhere and you can't, yeah, he's, I think it's, it's a good thing because you can, you know, if you read like his first autobiography when he was um, still wrestling and he'd, I think his first movie was, at the end of the book, his first movie was The Mummy Returns where he was the Scorpion King and then later that year, The Scorpion King came out with um, starring The Rock. And then he had uh, Welcome to the Jungle after that and um, a couple other movies as well um, early on. Walking Tall, yeah. Um, that's when, like, The Rock was just starting his kind of acting business. Southland Tales, he was really good in Southland Tales. And now he's, like, he's everywhere. It's like I'm overexposed to it because I follow him on Instagram or my personal one and, like, my podcast one. So I just see The Rock everywhere, <laughs> it, you know. Yeah, it's good, but it's like far out. He's just into everything. Yeah. And he's like making you forget, even though it's not on purpose, I don't imagine, 
but it's almost like he makes you forget what he did before. Like now he's like this action superstar. You just kind of forget that he was just The Rock. Yeah, it wasn't Dwayne Johnson. It was The Rock. You know, that was his whole persona. Like when I seen a clip of him in uh, the early 2000s, he was like doing an Xbox commercial with... Bill, Bill Gates <laughs> it was um, at the launch of Xbox the very first Xbox and The Rock was there and he like started doing like The Rock persona in like the third person where like The Rock would you know The Rock says he'd, he'd do like the third I won't do an impersonation of it but he'd do like the third person persona of uh, The Rock and you know he'd speak to him in the, in the third person that it was yeah, it was awesome, mate. It was so strange to see him with like the shades and like the slick back hair. And now, now like these days, he's got like the tough guy aviators on, and he's got the like the no hair and the big tattoos and stuff. So yeah, I miss like the old uh, Brahmin bull, Barama bull, or whatever it is. Yeah, Bamarama, Bamarama. That sounds bad, eh? Bamarama, Barama, Barama bull. Yeah, I miss that one. I like, like, it is like a good tattoo, but it's just not my style. Like, I'm not super into like ultra realism, like tattoos. I like, I either like traditional Mexican (laughs) or like, like comic book style tattoos. eh? I'm pretty, I'm a bit of a weirdo. I don't like ultra realism or like, yeah, things that, aren't real no I won't say that because I don't mind like Norse kind of tattoos like Thor tattoos and like uh, Yidri the tree of life tattoos and stuff yeah I don't mind stuff like that actually um, but yeah so like The Rock is um, yeah The Rock's in like the new I, I don't even know if he is but I, I guarantee he is but uh, they actually had an interesting teaser which I th- actually thought was quite good with Vin Diesel and he's like driving and you know Dominic Toretto's character is like he doesn't have friends he has family <laughs> I've got family you know it's like this cool I think there's actually a cool clip on like this show Ben 10 the newer episodes of Ben 10 where like they have this character who drives a car and <laughs> he's like it's it's awesome full credit to him mate because it's so cool it's so funny but they're like Ben 10's like in this drag race for like the you know these couple other guys and one of them's like this um, Vin Diesel like Dominic Toretto rip off and he like goes to hit like the nitrous oxide like he does in the movie and it's just this big button that says family it's like <laughs> I got family behind me or something like that and he like hits the family button and goes like really fast <laughs> yeah it's so funny it's cool when there's like cool adult nods in like kids tv shows yeah I'm all about that eh? I love it um because I have to watch because you know I have a a um a child I have to expose myself to a lot of kids television yeah so it's good to see when they shout out the um adult references in them yeah it's really good it's like now when you like look back at like Ren and Stimpy or Angry Beavers and Cat Dog you see all those adult references to like the world around that was happening like I think in Cat Dog there's a lot of like references to like um like Richard Nixon and like real political stuff in there yeah it's really cool um 
But yeah, so like uh, Vin Diesel did this cool promo where he's like driving in the signature um, Dodge Dodge Charger and he's, you know, basically talking about this is the moment we've all been waiting for to like go back to cinema and like this is the film to go back and see in cinema like Fast 9 because that's how you want to experience this movie. I thought that's a really good way to market and advertise um, a movie, especially a movie like... Fast and the Furious where you don't really get the same experience as if you watched it at home compared to uh, the cinema which I think is really really good like you can always watch like a drama at home you know what I mean like if there's a movie like uh, say The Irishman that came out in cinema but also came out on Netflix you know you can you can happily watch that at home and it's it's still good on its own two feet like it's a good it's a good movie whether you've seen it in cinema or you've seen it at home like it stands up well um, yeah I think I think it's a good thing you know all of us coming out and watching Dominic Toretto zoom around in a charger and like actually um uh the rodriguez girl what's her name um what's her name in the show because i'll remember it later um letty letty's got like short hair in like a she's got like a kind of bob now and what's her name someone rodriguez oh what is it um, Michelle, Michelle Rodriguez. She's got like this cool, like bob now, like curly bob, and she looks yeah, she's a stunner. She's like a really underrated like hot chick in that series. I think like they're more focused on like Jadana Brewster's character, um, Paul Walker's wife in the uh, R.I.P. Paul Walker, uh, rest in power. Uh, they're more focused on his. Uh, like wife Jordana Brewster is like the hot chick rather than like Michelle Rodriguez but I like like a, I like a tough hot chick you know that's like yeah I like that I think it's cool you know it's definitely like like the femme fatales you know what I mean like the Luc Besson inspired um tough tough women like the um um like Melanie uh Laurent in uh Laurent in Inglorious Bastards, how she's like the, like Shoshana, her name in the movie is, where she's like the, you know, all nice to your face. And then she's like, no, I'm really, yeah, I'm going to watch you all burn. The last face you see is my face, a German lady. No, a Jewish lady. You know, I think that's awesome, mate. Eh? Uh, what's the other one? The um, Planet Terror Girl, Rose McGowan. Awesome. Awesome, hot, um, hot femme fatale, and she's got a machine gun leg. Like that's sick as well. <laughs> and, then, and then at the end of the movie, she's got like the Gatling gun. Like, how does this gun fire? That's what I want to know. How does how does she shoot with like what what makes the gun shoot? I don't I don't get that part. Does she just move her leg up and it starts shooting? I just, I never, I never understood that. I don't think it's ever explained. It's just one of those things that uh, more or less just happen. It's just her leg shoots. <laughs> um, yeah, like how does she stop it? How does she stop her leg from like 
shooting if she's just like you know walking the kids to school and she's all the you know just shooting does she have to take like the magazine out and like I don't think because it's a Robert Rodriguez film I don't actually think that um I don't think it ever I don't think they ever reload I don't think I've ever seen anyone reload. Yeah, actually, I have. Desperado, actually. No, I take it back. And Sin City, actually. I take it all back. Because they do reload in Robert Rodriguez films. There's a couple of films, like action films, where you never actually see, like, the character reload. Like Rambo. I don't think anyone ever reload. No. It's like Commando and, like, Rambo. The characters, like, never, like, reload. Ever. <laughs> you never see them do it. Like, in Die Hard, they're reloading. And, like, Good, Bad and the Ugly. They're reloading, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you never actually see that. But, um, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, a, a tough girl, like a tough hot chick like Michelle Rodriguez doesn't, definitely doesn't get as enough praise than um, Jordana Brewster. And not, I'm not saying that Jordana Brewster isn't, like, very attractive because she obviously is. And, yeah, you know, she is. But I think... I'm more personally I'm more attracted to Michelle Rodriguez you know yeah does that make sense is she like Dominican maybe because I feel like they go to the Dominican Republic for some reason yeah and they start listening to like Daddy Yankee and stuff I think that's like the craziest thing in um, all of the Fast and the Furious as soon as they went to Miami like in the second one they just became this big, like, now fast cars are associated, associated with, like, Latino music for some reason. Yeah, it's like this weird, it's like a weird, like, is it like a, a subculture or, or something? Like, people that are into cars are into, like, Latino music or something? Like, I don't know. I don't really understand it. So I thought, like, you'd be into, like, EDM, techno and like hip hop and stuff like that. Like, you know, I guess I'm like stereotyping them, but yeah, it turns out that if you're into cars, you're into, oh yeah, I got a mate who's like super into cars. I'm going to ask him if he's into like Latino rap and stuff, or if that's just like an Americana thing. Guess what guys, have I got the product for you? Now you're probably sitting there thinking, what is it? Stefan, what could you, what could you possibly have that would make me want? What could you possibly have that I would want or need? Well, I'm telling you, in today's day and age, there's one thing that a lot of men, a lot of men care a little bit about, and it's personal grooming. And I'll tell you, I now care about personal grooming because of this product. I used to not really care all that much. I used to you know, a little trim trim here and there, give a bit of a washy washy. But now I still wash. You'd be happy to know I still wash. But now I take a little bit more pride in sculpting that area with my brand new uh, downstairs trimmer and shaver, which is, it's more of a trimmer, it's not a shaver. It's, oh, it's an electric shaver, I guess. And it's very, very good. It's by a company called Smooth My Balls. That's right, Smooth My Balls. Interesting name, very, very helpful product. It's called the Turf Chopper 3.0. So you know this thing is the real deal, I'm telling you. This thing is three times better 
than the first one. They've put three times as much effort into this one than the first one. They've even actually thought, what's like going to be a good thing that we can do when someone buys our product? And you know what that good thing is? That's right, planting trees. Every time you purchase one of these magnificent shavers, you get, or they get, to plant a tree. And that's what really makes them happy. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Getting the world back on track by planting trees. That's what we're all about, really. And if you need to buy one of these shavers to help that progress, because you're a little bit too busy, busy to make it happen, easy. You just get one of these and then they'll plant the tree for you. And that's the tree done. That's done. You know, look, Father's Day in Australia is coming up soon. It could be the perfect gift. Could it be the perfect gift for your brother, your husband, your husband's brother, your dad, your dad's cousin, like any male in your life that you want to give a nice gift to, it's got to be this product. And this product also comes with a rechargeable lithium battery. So you don't need to mess around with taking the double A's out and hunting around for triple A's, trying to take them out of the TV remote to try and get the thing working. All you gotta do is plug it in and it's a USB as well. You plug it in the USB slot, plug in the shaver, boom, an hour later, you're ready to go. And the good thing or the best thing about the lithium battery is that it lasts for a long time. It doesn't take me very long to give a little beep, 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 but if you're very hairy down there, it'll, it'll go with you. It'll go hard with you, hard and long with you. I'm telling you, it is a very, very good product. And there's no nicks, no nicks. I'd 99.9% say that you would not nick yourself because it's got a no nick technology. And what is that? I don't know, but it's technology and it's no nicks. So, you know, you can get down and jump on the proverbial clown, as it were, and you can get all amongst it. And now for all my viewers and all my listeners, or rather listeners, because no one really looks at it, right? If you did, hey, more power to you, man. Hey, I'm, I'm with you. I'm on board. But for all my viewers, we've got an exclusive discount exclusive to the My Mind uh, podcast. And it's My Mind is the discount code. So if you go to www.smoothmyballs.com slash my mind, you'll get a special discount on the shaver. And if you want to buy more stuff, then you can use the My Mind discount code in the discount code code box, right? The coupon code box when you're checking out, just chuck in my mind and you'll get a you'll get a discount. The more you get, the bigger the discount. It works like that and that's how easy it is. I'm very happy to be a part of this company and I'm very happy to have my balls smooth. I never thought I'd ever be so happy to say that. I never thought it. But look, here I am today saying it and I'm passing on the great deal and the great product to you guys. So once again, you can go to www.smoothmyballs.com slash my mind, or you can use my mind in the checkout discount code and go and get yourself some smooth balls. Now let's get back into it. 
you'll probably think ill of me, but I actually haven't seen the um, the last two Fast and the Furious. I haven't seen the um, what is it? The off the spin off of um, Hobbs and Shaw. It didn't really interest me. Not because. Um, not because old mate was in it, but it just didn't, it just wasn't something I really wanted to watch. And then this one I haven't seen cause it just come out this week. I'm pretty sure or last week. So I haven't really had the time to go and see it. Cause I work a full time job and then I do this in my spare time. And then obviously I have to game and then I've got to be a dad and a husband in that time as well. And I've got to try and be a good friend to all my friends, which is, um, yeah, it's tough. But I like it. I like being this busy. I'm really, um, I'm struggling a little bit with my sleep. I, I just need to go to bed earlier. I need to dedicate. I need to stop trying to stay up so late and, you know, trying to think that I'm going to be okay in the morning because it never happens. I'm never okay in the morning. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm always, you know, not good in the morning. So I've got to like really knuckle down and sort that out, sort out my sleeping habits, which is, um, which is good. Yeah, it's always fun. I don't mind it. I think I need to, like, because I work late, I just, I, I, I need, like, a very long wind-down period before I can really start, like, trying to think about sleep. And by the time I start thinking about sleep, I'm, like, halfway through, like, a game or something like that. So it makes it a lot harder. Actually, speaking of games, a good segue, Stefan. Thank you, Stefan. No worries. Uh, happy to line them up for you if you just want to take them down. Yeah, yeah for sure. No dramas. Um, speaking of games, they just released uh, season four of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. It's hard to believe they're already into season four. I did not realize that it was happening so quick. This year has gone so quick. So quick. Yeah, you've got no idea. Well, you do have an idea because you're here with me. I mean, this time... This time last year, I think, I did my first episode. So it's almost like I've been I've been doing this for one year now, which is crazy. Yeah. Crazy, I know. I know. All you guys, thanks for hanging in there for this year, man. Eh? I think... Um, it's, I, I think next week is the year anniversary of it, but yeah, it's been a wild ride. It's been awesome. I'm super happy. But yeah. So they released, um, season four and they put in like, um, they put in some cool guns and some cool, I don't usually talk like this much about Call of Duty, but it's been, you know, somewhat my life, but they actually did this really cool thing in the last season is that they've made like guns, unlockable through like the zombies as well or multiplayer so it's like optional to unlock these guns in multiplayer or zombies so you can like unlock them in zombies (laughs) i'm going in circles but it used to be like certain weapons you could only unlock in um uh multiplayer and you had to do the multiplayer um, kind of objective to unlock it so then you could use it in like the zombies mode so I remember doing it for a couple of weapons I had to do some like tough challenges in multiplayer so I had to like really pump the multiplayer out so I could use that gun in like the zombies mode that I wanted to use and then all of a sudden 
drop of a hat time, you can just do it in zombies. <laughs> so now I like don't even need to play the multiplayer anymore. But now they've put like one of my favorite maps from Black Ops 2 in there, Hijacked, which is you're basically on this like super yacht. Yeah, it's yeah, I know. I know what you're thinking. It is a sick map. It is so good. I love it. I love that map. I reckon it's cool. I think it's probably like top five best Call of Duty maps. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's really good. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's really good. Uh, go check it out. Go check out uh, Call of Duty um, Black Ops. If you haven't, if you've been living under a rock last 10 years since it's been out, I think it's been out longer. I think the first... Uh, Call of Duty's are an old company, but I think the the first Modern Warfare came out in 2007, I want to say, yeah, 2007, and that was awesome. Oh, lordy, 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 that was so good. Changed the way, like, everybody played games, you know? Like, I spoke about it maybe a couple of weeks ago when I was playing Bioshock that Call of Duty paved the way for how like what button is reload and what button is jump you know because every game has almost every game has X or square as the reload button similar to how um, Call of Duty is like it's crazy isn't it that's wild I'm actually playing uh, Call of Duty now with um, like really high sensitivity because I don't know why. I think it's making me play, but I'm playing with like blue light glasses as well. I have to wear glasses when I game now because my eyes are just straining so much. I think that's partly to do with like why I'm not getting great sleep is because my eyes are just so sore that when I rest them, it like hurts to rest. (laughs) Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like it hurts to actually um, rest my eyes. But... um, yeah, so I'm doing that. So I got to wear the blue light glasses, and I've got the headset on, so I'm not like too loud to wake up like um, my missus and kid. And yeah, so I'm just playing playing that with these glasses on. I've never felt so good, really. Yeah, yeah, I like the glasses. Yeah, if there's a glasses, if there's a blue light glasses that want to like throw some sponsorship my way I'll happily represent them because yeah it's awesome I like them I really like them and they're pretty fashionable as well I was gonna say I look like really nerdy but I am a nerd so it's okay yeah I'm like I'm not a nerd that's like super into like mathematics I think there's different levels of like being a nerd like I'm a I'm a comic book guy you know like I really like comic books and I like video games and I like movies so you know if I'm a nerd because I enjoy like pop culture <laughs> and for sure you know you can label me however you want I'm alright with being labelled eh? I don't really mind it um, I don't like being called out on my label though I think that really just stings the ego <laughs> as it were you know like you know, you definitely don't want to like hear your um, your shortcomings spoken about yeah, I think it's just like a, a human. Like no one ever likes being talk, talked um, bad about or bad to. You know what I mean? Like we all deserve like a little bit of respect, and we all don't want to 
be victimized and brutalized over the things we like. I think that's such a shallow part of like humanity is that, you know, we, we pick on someone because they like or don't like comic books. Isn't that sad, really? Like, just pick, you're going to pick on someone because of their interests. I think that's like a really shallow part of our humanity and the way we live, you know, it really sucks is that, oh, you don't like high jumps? Loser. <laughs> yeah, it's a really low point in our humanity where we start picking on like things that aren't even related to like class or or even like ability. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think you're picking on them to make them like, to like make them be better. You know, it's not like they're, a um, uh, oh, they're not like a high jump coach where they're telling the kids like, no, 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 you got to push, you got to push. That wasn't good enough. You know, it's not like you're trying to make them better. It's like you're picking on. I've never been picked on for like playing high jump. It's just an obscure example that for some reason was the first the first thing that came to my head was someone getting picked on for high jump. I don't think that's ever happened actually in like the history of humanity. I mean, you know. If I'm wrong, I'll happily concede, and I'm sure I am wrong, because I'm sure that someone has been the victim of... um, Surely someone's been the victim of, you know... Let's be honest, jumping high. Yeah. Sorry, squeaky chair, not on board. i got to get some WD-40. If you don't know what WD-40 is, it stands for... Water Displacement. And the 40 stands for the number of times they tried the formula to uh, actually get it to work. So there's a little bit of interesting uh, trivia for you. WD-40 stands for water displacement, and that's the 40th time they um, actually found, like, the 40th was a successful trial of the water displacement degreaser um, lubricant kind of thing. So there you go for your um, afternoon, morning or night or midday brunch. That's a little bit of a tidbit for you to drop at your next uh, board meeting or whatever you're doing. (laughs) You can tell everybody what WD-40 means. I I think that's like a, excuse me, I think that's like something that no one really knows as well. Maybe. Anyway, yeah, I think... um, yeah, I'm okay with being a nerd. Going back to it, like I'm, I'm quite okay uh, being being a, being a nerd and just liking comic books, man. Because they're good. They've actually got a cool storyline out at the moment, which like coincides with like the new Carnage movie coming out. I'm sure um, they don't coexist together. It's like the Sony Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of doesn't reflect into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a whole, like, rights debacle, which is so frustrating as, like, a Marvel fan and, like, a comic book fan. It's just so frustrating. It sucks because when I was growing up, the only, like, superhero movies we had was, like, Dolph Lundgren's Punisher, um, Bill Bixby's The Incredible Hulk TV show, the three Spider-Mans and like that was it there was probably more actually there was um the X-Men TV show obviously that was awesome the Spider-Man TV show um actually there's a really cool um kind of 3D art 
Spider-Man TV show called Amazing Spider-Man. I'm pretty sure. And it's more based on like the ultimate comics, the ultimate spider No. No, because there's a TV show called Ultimate Spider-Man and that's based on the Ultimate comics, which is like, the, I think the Ultimate Spider-Man is like the video game's really cool as well, Ultimate Spider-Man. The Ultimate Spider-Man is like the more um, successful comic book series. Obviously, the Amazing Spider-Man is great, but I think like the, the I like the Ultimate one because it like more follows into, like it's more about like his teenage years rather than just being about like him being an adult living in the world it's like him dealing with like the school dramas and he's still beating up the bad guys and he's like 17 and 16 and stuff yeah I like it yeah I like that version because it's like a younger and I was reading it as a teenager so it was like super relatable and I was like fully immersed it was so immersed in the uh, story and storyline but um yeah there was like not a lot yeah what I was saying is I think it's called Amazing Spider-Man but it was like a 3D art um, kind of TV show and it had Neil Patrick Harris as the Spider-Man and it was really good yeah yeah it was a good show it only ran for two seasons yeah it was really good um, but yeah we didn't have a lot of like the movies and now it's like there's a Marvel movie coming out like every three to six months which is awesome for a guy like me that grew up reading them and um, wants to see them improve or capitalize on the cinematic world. Yeah, so like there's a, a cool like series out now called um, uh, it's about the the king in black and it's about like the king symbiote so it like more focuses on like the symbiotes um, as like the alien race and how they're led by this guy called um, Null, K-N-U-L-L. And he's like the symbiote king and he comes to Earth with like his army of symbiotes and like the Avengers and like Venom like all team up to like take on like uh, Null, the, the king in black. Yeah, it's super cool. Like, I can't wait to like fully read it. And um, I don't like to buy them when they're new, like on the uh, app, just because they're like they're pricey, like per issue. Like I wait like six or seven months just so they come down in price because I'm like a family man. And until I'm making like a gazillion dollars, like I'm not going to buy them brand new, even though I'd love to. I'd love to own paperbacks, but um, because we're renting at the moment, I don't really want to have a heap of stuff. If like we have to move like a just in case like if we have to like kind of move I don't really want to have that stuff kind of kicking around you know it's bad enough I've got like all my old like childhood comic books and stuff like that around you know anyway um yeah it's 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 really really cool eh? I, I really like um the direction they're going in like the cinematic universe and like the comic books as well like the comic books are really take they're like next level now eh? they're so good they had um yeah i'm waiting for the x-men movies to really pick up their pace and then yeah i can't wait for avengers vs x-men i think that's gonna be sick because that was like one of the massive events that's like my second favorite crossover event in like marvel comic books it's like the first one's obviously civil war because that's like awesome and then yeah Avengers vs X-Men is pretty sick as well 
there's another like really cool uh crossover obviously like the infinity war and stuff um yeah yeah it's a good one watch out for that one yeah So, guess what? You can hear the outro music, and you know what's coming. There's gonna be some red hot plugs coming your way. And they're coming in like that. Red, hot, 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 fire, fire, fire. Bring the rhythm. Here we go. We're gonna break it down one more time for Jamaica, man. We're really gonna get into it, man. We're gonna do all of the plugging, baby. Anyway, um, so, if you enjoyed today's episode and you're enjoying all the episodes, you can go back and listen to every single episode available across pretty much every platform now, eh? Like I'm on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google, um, Radio Republic, Overcast, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'm on it. And you can go and, you know, follow, subscribe. I'm not on YouTube though. I'm not on YouTube. So, you know. Uh, there's that, but look, if you, if you want to follow, follow, you know, give us a follow and hit that subscribe button on, um, is it Spotify or is it just a follow button? I think it's just a follow button, but you know, hit a follow button on, um, on that. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can, that's a my mind podcast with no vowels, M Y M N D P D C S T. And I'm going to put this episode out today, uh, because it's, well, it's a good episode. I had really, I had lots of fun doing it. And because, uh, we only, we kind of only half, you know, left the, the, the audience waiting for the rest of like, Oi Capitan. So I'll put out this one as well as, as a little like, uh, gimme because you know, it's a regular show. This is like the regular show and all the other stuff is extra. You know, this is what we really want to hear, but the extra stuff's cool as well. But you can also, um, jump in the DMS if you want to, you know, you got a question or whatever. I'm pretty active on uh, Instagram. So if you want to throw in your DMs there, or you can go to the Facebook page, uh, My Mind Podcast or My Mind with Stefan Taylor. There's a Facebook page and a group, so you can jump into those and have a wee bit of a peruse around. Or you can um, you can email me at mymindpodcast at gmail.com and you can send any inquiries or questions or stories or you want to hear a certain topic or maybe you've got like a mob movie that you want like uh, my friend and I to, to talk about and rate and give our two cents on. Maybe you care that much about us that you really want us to get involved in that. But I'll... Um, you know, obviously, I'll put all the links of where you can find this show in the uh, description there. And enjoy your week. Have a great week and a great time. And I'll see you all soon. <laughs>